I go hard cuz hey you guys I hope you guys are doing good today can everybody hear me and see me um I just decided to just use the laptop camera because it seemed like y'all like that better so I'm not even gonna use my other camera anymore so let me make sure that everybody can see and hear me here and pull up my other screen I can't believe it's already Friday where did this week go Oh my gosh. Hey y'all. Hey y'all. Okay. Good, good, good. Y'all can see me. Oh my gosh. This week has gone by so fast. Um, I spent most of the week working um, on my edits for my deep dive. If you've not watched my deep dive, it's out. It's about World War III. Um, you know, who's the rise of the superpowers. And I've been getting some really good feedback. So thank you guys so much. I'm glad you guys are liking it. Um, yeah, I went really deep in this one, you know, tying in everything uh, with Zelensky and uh, Marina Abramovich and, you know, just thoughts that were in my head. So I'm glad it took me like literally all week to edit because I was like, you know, in between editing, just waiting for like updates and, you know, everything that's going on, staying on top of like the conflict in Niger and, you know, just different countries in West Africa. Plus, I'm low-key hearing that a lot of the Ukrainian soldiers, um, they're like walking off and they're basically surrendering to Russia, but it's not really hitting the mainstream yet. So I've been keeping my ear to like, you know, the geopolitical tea, okay? So I've been real busy with that, but I'm like, okay, cool, I'm done. Um, oh my gosh, I get a break from just editing and everything else. We had a Zoom meeting yesterday. The Zoom meeting went really, really well. So thank you to everybody who came to that. So I just wanted to come on here. I know I'm gonna just be on here for an hour. We'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll see, cause I was like, I'm gonna just be here for an hour. And then I turn around, it's two hours later. So um, I just wanted to come on here and just talk about a few things that were trending um, because it's been a lot of crazy stuff going on as of late in the news with the media. So we gotta for sure talk about all of this nonsense that's going on with Keefe D. I mean, my phone has been blowing up. Even my kids, we were like in a group chat, me and the boys. And even, you know, they hit me up like, look, they found the killer Tupac. I'm like, I've been known. Been known Keefe D was behind this, you know? And I talked about this two months ago when his house got uh, raided. And I was telling y'all, this mofo started feeling himself. A lot of people knew that Keefe D was behind this. Not only was he admitting it, he was going on to different podcasts. I think, I don't know if he thought like the statute of limitations was, you know, it just had nothing to do with him. And he thought like, whoo, the coast is clear. It ain't 1996, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. Maybe he's old and just was like, hey, I want clout. But this man was doing way too much talking. And we all know when you go on to Fed TV, aka Vlad TV, you know, the authorities are going to come for you after a while. Now, a lot of people are dragging Vlad, and y'all not don't like Vlad because he's the one who took down my Instagram page, you know what I'm saying, hating ass Vlad. But with that being said, I don't think it's really fair to blame him. You know, even if I don't like somebody, I can be fair, okay? I can be very unbiased. I will say this, right? Um, and yeah, I do have a new Instagram page. It's verified. Shout out to my PR, Kareen. Appreciate you. So follow my new Instagram page. I think we're like close to 60,000. So I'm rebuilding, Vlad, asshole. But anyways, um, 
a lot of people are blaming him. They're like, oh, he's, he's, you know, he's the police. It's because of him that Keefe D got arrested. I'm going to say this, okay? I don't know what it is with black men going on Vlad TV. You know, I don't know if Vlad allows them to rest in his bosoms. I, I don't know what it is. But it's something about that man's platform that be lulling these dudes to sleep where they just feel like they forget the cameras are there. They forget that he's rolling, you know what I'm saying? And they just, you know, he's not a Catholic priest. Why y'all confessing y'all sins on Vlad's couch? I don't get it. Everybody wants to get mad at Vlad, but Vlad didn't tell y'all to sit on his couch and confess every murder y'all done did in the 90s, all the dope houses y'all done had, all the bodies y'all got in the street. Y'all do that on your own volition, okay? As much as, you know, I don't, you know, I can't blame him for that. You got a lot of people who be chasing clout. The other day, I seen a video. <laughs> uh, I think DJ Academics posted it. A video of little Boosie taking Vlad TV to his home to do like a, I don't know, Vlad TV cribs. So what kind of shit is this? <laughs> I said, you know shit's bad when Vlad is like making appearances at people's houses. And Boosie looks so uncomfortable, like, yeah, uh, yeah, I built this myself. I built it a custom-built home. This my pool. This my game room. I'm just like, what is this? Y'all would, I mean, just think about it. Vlad would never allow cameras into his home. He, he never would, because he's smart like that. He'd never let a bunch of hip-hop people know where he lays in the intricacies of his home. I don't know what it is with black men and Vlad. I just, I don't get it. I can't be mad at him. I don't know what it is. But yeah, Bootsy had Vlad all up in his home doing an MTV, you know, Vlad TV tour. All these black dudes done sat on this man's couch like he is, you know, the damn priest at a Catholic church and just confessed everything. A.R. Ab, many more. But now we have old ass Keefe D. And the crazy thing is he was interviewing with Vlad, I want to say, about three months ago. Oh, just running his mouth. I don't care if I go to jail. Take me to jail. Throw away the key. Oh, he was talking tough. I said, okay, why are you talking all that shit? Them police taking notes. They're slipping, you know what I'm saying? They're sipping slow. Oh, he was talking big shit on Vlad TV. I done been in prison about 20 years. You know what I'm saying? What's another 20 more? I done did most of my life in prison anyway. West side? Okay, all right, sir. All right, I said, damn, he talking a lot of shit. <laughs> Three months later, Keep you home, raided by Las Vegas police. I said, yup. <laughs> Running his mouth on Vlad TV, getting comfortable and shit. So now, you know, I said it a few months ago and I talked about it on my last live stream. I said, oh, he going to jail. Oh, they coming for that ass. They're not raiding him, you know what I'm saying, just to say hello. He's going to jail, okay? So now it's come out. That Keefe D, after 27 years, has been arrested for the death of Tupac. Everybody whose ears are to the streets knew that Keefe D, Orlando Anderson, his nephew, and the other guys that were in the car that night, they're the ones who killed Pac. Now y'all know I'm a conspiracy theorist. I love a good conspiracy. But like I've said over the years, the death of Tupac was behind gang beef. 
I love Tupac. Everybody knows I'm a huge Tupac fan. I'm such a big Tupac fan. I didn't realize that it rubbed off on my oldest child because he got like, you know, uh, that Tupac poem arose from a, a rose that grew from a concrete. He got that tatted on him. I'm like, damn, I had my kids, you know what I'm saying, like really immersed in Tupac. Like not just the music, but like, you know, his poetry, all that stuff. So I'm, I'm a huge Tupac fan. But again, I'm not biased. You know what I'm saying? When you wrong, you wrong. And unfortunately for Pac, he started getting really, really immersed in gang life on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? And, and he got immersed in something that he did not need to be immersed in. He should have just kept it about music. But he started taking on this persona. Because if you go back and you really study Tupac, you know, he was a, a theater kid, an arts kid. You know, he wasn't into that type of lifestyle until he created this persona. Okay? There's Tupac, T-U-P-A-C, and then there's, you know, the number two. And the number two Tupac, that was his alter ego, his persona. Remember, Tupac is a Gemini. And most Geminis, they work in duality. So there was always that duality in Tupac fighting. The good, the bad. And so, um, you know, while, like I said, I love conspiracies, and everybody's like, oh, it was the government behind him. You know, he was a, the son of a Black Panther, and, um, you know, they wanted to take him out. He was, you know, Feeney Shakur's last living male heir and all this stuff. Okay, all right. No, he was, you know, started claiming gangs and, you know, antagonizing gangs, and he saw Orlando Anderson, and Orlando Anderson was the one who had jacked one of the death row dudes. He jacked his chain at the mall. And so when Tupac seen him, that had nothing to do with Tupac. But he was like, that's the dude that had, you know, the dude told Tupac, that's the guy who jumped me at the mall and took my death row chain. Because it was in the 90s when everybody was, not everybody, but, you know, a lot of people were gang banging. And, you know, especially on the West Coast, it's really bad. And, you know, death row chains were worth a lot of money. So if you could snatch, you know, one of these rappers' chains... You know, nowadays y'all call it clout. Back then, you know, they could flip it and make money off of it. So anyways, he told Tupac that's the dude. Tupac was like, okay, let's get him. And we've all seen that infamous video of Tupac, big-ass Suge Knight, them big-ass turkey legs just, oh, oh, kicking the shit out of Orlando. I said, damn, beating his ass in the middle of the MGM casino. I remember when I first went to Vegas, and I went to the MGM, and I went, because I'm such a Tupac fan, I'm like, I went to, like, the security guards. I was like, were you here in 1996? Like, I was doing my own investigation. Can you tell me what happened? And I ended up talking to this dude. He was actually there. And he was, like, an older white guy, and he was telling me about the fight and everything, child. And I was just sitting at the front desk sipping tea, okay? So, you know, they're fighting everything, you know. Big old Shignite is just kicking them and everything else. And then they leave. But what they didn't realize is that they messed with the wrong crib. And Orlando Anderson had time that day. And so, you know, after he got beat up, he got with his uncle, Keefe D. And instead of Keefe D being a good uncle and saying, you know what, it is what it is. We're not even going to, you know, you, you, as an as a aunt or uncle, you should be, you know, you should want to talk down the youth. Cooler heads are supposed to prevail. But Keefe D was not a good uncle. He was just as ratchet and gangbangerish as his nephew. So they decided to kill Pac. And that is what happened on the Las Vegas Strip. You know, so, and, you know, that was, you know, the night that music died in hip-hop. Um, a lot of people said that Suge Knight was behind it. That was a rumor for a long time. Even today, Suge Knight was trending, and I was cracking up because all you saw was the little kids, all the young babies, like, oh, Suge Knight didn't do it. I know he's in jail, like, whoo, 
See, Suge Knight tried to tell y'all, like, shut up. Y'all weren't even around in 1996. I can't stand people born in the early 2000s because y'all be the loudest on social media. Y'all were not here. So they're all like, Suge Knight has been exonerated. Okay, all right. You know, ma'am, who was born in 2001. So um, it, it just was funny going through the hashtag. Um, people were saying that Puffy's next. <laughs> I was... All day, Puffy was trending, Suge Knight, Biggie Smalls. I literally felt like it was 1996, 1997, 1998 again. Like, I'm like, okay, I feel like I'm like back in high school with some shit, okay? All these names from back then trending. And so um, they're like, yeah, they're coming after you next, Puffy. <laughs> you know this generation, they don't care. So anyhow, um, they killed Pac. People said that Suge Knight set him up because he owed him money. But honestly, you know, if you really think about it, why would you risk yourself? Suge Knight is a big man. Tupac was small. I'm not about to risk, you know, my big ass getting shot too, you know, and he got grazed. So, you know, Orlando, unfortunately, was a good shot. He made sure, you know, the majority of the bullets hit Pac. And um, Pac ended up dying. And, you know, it's just been a lot of mystery. So to all the babies, he's not in Cuba. I don't care what the conspiracy theorists say. Pac died. And his brother Mo Prime, you know, him and the outlaws, they talked about this years ago. They smoked some of his ashes and all that stuff. His mother, Afini, before she died, rest in peace to Afini, she confirmed her son died. So he's not in Cuba, okay? So let's go ahead and, um, oh, oh my gosh, let me go ahead and I did not got a super chat. Oh my goodness, Black Sands sent $399.99. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Y'all always show so much love to me. It's just super humbling. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Black Sand says, hey T, I'm feeling a bit under the weather. I'll have to catch the playback. Just wanted to show you some love. Thanks for providing hours of deep dives to watch while I get better. You are so welcome and thank you so much for supporting my deep dives and for supporting my channel. I really, really appreciate it. To people who are always asking why I don't post my deep dives on YouTube, first of all, they're deep, okay? YouTube will not, it, it would be taken down instantaneously. One, I like to set the mood, so I use like, you know, music, I, I do a lot of heavy editing. It would be too much censoring, and I'm not, I'm not here for that. So in order to get access to the deep dives, you either gotta be in the Discord, a Patreon member, or a, join the YouTube membership, and it's $5 a month. It is what it is. I make plenty of free content. That content, you got to pay for. But everything else on the channel is free for y'all to consume. So people crying tattoo tears about my deep dives being $5, miss me with the tattoo tears. There's plenty of free content for you to watch, okay? So thank you so much for supporting my deep dive, sis. So anyways, um, I want to play y'all the video. And listen closely to what this detective said. And this is part of what I was saying in the in my last stream two months ago when we talked about Keefe D. Keefe, you talk too much. You never shut up. Damn! Okay? So we're going to watch what the detectives said. Basically called out Keefe D. Because, you know, I think after a while they're like, well, you know, it's been so much going on. We don't, you know... They, they, you know, they, they just didn't have like enough evidence until Keithy started running his mouth. So let me share my screen. Let me hold on here. Okay. Give me just a second here. Pull this up so y'all can see it. They did a whole uh, 
press conference. I was here for it. We're going to go ahead and watch this. Some of y'all like when I'm bigger on this screen. Some of y'all like when I'm smaller. So I don't know. I'll do a mixture of both. If y'all complain, I'll make myself smaller. Some people are like, I want to see your reactions. Other people are like, get off the screen. So I don't know. So let's listen to the man. Listen to what he's saying closely. I had time stamped it. I think it was about here. Okay. But it wasn't until 2018 that this case was reinvigorated as additional information came to light related to this homicide. Specifically, Dwayne Davis's own admissions to his involvement in this homicide investigation that he provided to numerous different media outlets. Did y'all hear that? That he provided to numerous media outlets out his own mouth. See, Keefe was feeling that he was bigger than the program and he found out that fat meat is what? Greasy as fuck, okay? We're gonna let him keep talking. In our section, we knew at this time that this was likely our last time to take a run at this case to successfully solve this case and bring forth a criminal charge. It was at that time that this case was assigned to Cliff Mogg, a detective within my homicide section. And over the last five years, this, my section worked closely, hand in hand with the Clark County District Attorney's Office and followed a systematic investigative plan over the last five years. We've conducted countless interviews and corroborated numerous facts that were not only consistent with the crime scene on the night of the incident, but also corroborated and were consistent with the sequence of events that night. This ultimately led to us procuring a search warrant which was executed at Mr. Davis's residence in Henderson, Nevada. And following the execution of that search warrant, in close coordination with the district attorney's office, this case was presented to the grand jury, which ultimately led to Davis being indicted on charges of murder. Before I hand it off to the district attorney's office, I would be remiss if I didn't thank Detective Mogg and all the other detectives that were not only assigned this case and reviewed this case, but all the other detectives from other agencies that assisted us in this investigation. They know who they are, and thank you very much for all the assistance you provided. It does not go unnoticed. And all last right, thank you, sir. Next. Okay, so y'all heard what the, the copper, what the cop said. Basically, like I've been saying, Keithy D was doing way too much talking because um, he was not only on Vlad TV, um, he was on other outlets as well, too. Like, you know, like remember I told y'all there's like a section of like these older guys from back in the day, you know, there's like an old gangbang YouTube clubhouse and they just sit on like clubhouse and YouTube and talk about all their old dirt. Y'all remember we, we caught them blood slipping at Gonzalez Park in 1992. And they just sit and just tell on themselves. And I remember I had posted one of the arguments on Discord. And the dude was like, that's why when you got shot, you had to wear a shit bag. I'm just like, what is this? <laughs> I don't get it. I think social media is going to be the down. <laughs> it's going to be the downfall of society. I'm like, I get the young people at this point. They just, they don't understand reality. They just feel like, you know, whatever they do in the real world or social media has no consequences. Now you got grown folks, honey, 
who are our parents' ages, who are grandparents just running their mouth. I would see him on platforms just talking freely. Yeah, me and my nephew Orlando, yeah, we had something to do with it. Yeah, Tupac thought he was hard. He fought. And I'm just like, does he not think that the statute of limitations won't come back to bite him in the ass? Does he not? Like, if I'm watching this, I'm just a random person, you know, just watching, enjoying, sipping tea. Does he not think the police are watching? Like, y'all make the police's job so easy. All this self-snitching that goes on is ridiculous. Like, like seriously. I mean, I just, it just, it, it's a mess. If you ever go down that rabbit hole of, like, old gangbang YouTube, like, <laughs> you will be in tears. They be on there arguing, shouting. I'm like, whose granddad is this? Like, we got to do better. We got to do better. You know, so... I, for one, as a Tupac fan, I'm like super, super happy that Keefe D is finally getting arrested. You know, that's what he wanted. That's what he was shouting out on, you know, Vlad TV. I don't care if they come get me. I did all this time in prison. Well, they came and got you. Enjoy. You know, so it just, it's, it's sad because again, like when I think about it, like, you know, I was like a teen, I think like 13 or something, like when Pac died. So yeah, when you're like a kid, you think like 25 is so old, like, you know, dang. Like you think like that's grown. And then I remember when I turned 25, I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like the same age when Tupac died. It's like, I, I got a lot of life to live. Like this is so like, when you really think about it, that's not enough time, 25 years. You know, the person you are at 25 is not the person that you're going to be at 35. It's not the person you're going to be at 40, 45. So it's really sad that his life was cut short because I just feel like he was going through his immaturity stage and still trying to find himself. But had he lived to be, I think he'd be like 50 something now. You know, he, he could have done just so many things. You know what I'm saying? Just countless things because he was a visionary, you know, so... um man rest in peace Pac. like i'm happy that he's finally just getting some justice but again a lot of us been known because keefe d's been talking for like literally like 15 plus years but so i think because he has so many deals they did like a lot of undercover deals with him you know just to get information on other stuff that was going on because he was like really heavy in the drug game and i just think he thought that those deals that he signed with like uh what is his name Craig, uh, Greg Caden and those other officers, I think he thought that that was going to protect him. But no, you know, when you're literally mocking the police and, you know, confessing to a murder and thinking that they're not going to do anything about it, after a while, you're poking the bear. And the bear finally was like, fuck it, go get him. You know what I'm saying? So the whole situation is insane. Oh my, I've been out here already for 23 minutes. Okay, good. Yeah, I definitely agree with you, Jamika, that Tupac was a philosopher and like his music, you know, like it's it's gonna forever live on. Like I love his music. Oh, y'all like my nails? This is my, I love my new nail guy. He's so dope. He did such a good job. I wanted them orange for fall. Thank you. I really like, he's, he's dope. It's my second time going to him. So I hope y'all able to see that. <laughs> but um, somebody said that, uh, YouTube is charging $6.99 for the deep dives. Maybe YouTube upped the price. I don't know. I know when it was set up, I set it at the lowest, which was $4.99. So if it's $6.99, that's something with YouTube. Maybe they raised the price. I've only charged bare bottom prices. 
even for like Discord or Patreon, I only charge five. So if they raise the price, that's YouTube, that's not me. Um, and I think YouTube is going through some financial stuff because when I started my stream, they're like, do you just want to stream and we play ads during your stream? No, I don't want you playing ads in the middle of my stream. So I hit no, but I've never had that before. So I think they're trying to do it now where while the person is streaming, they can play live ads. Absolutely not. We want this to be ad free. Now, when you watch the playback, there will definitely be ads in the playback. But, you know, during live streaming, that's why I stopped even doing the whole ad thing. Remember how it stopped me like, oh, let me read this ad. That's why I stopped. It was just too distracting. It's just it just wasn't that serious. So that's why I don't even do any ad reads in the middle of my live stream. It was just too much. So if they raise the price, child, you got to talk to YouTube because I set it up for $4.99. So, yeah, YouTube is getting thirsty. Somebody said they joined for $5.49 after tax. Now YouTube adding tax. Oh, that's Canada. Oh, so Canada's paying $6.99. That's the Canadian price. I definitely got nothing to do with that. I live in America, so I don't know. YouTube is trying to be like Twitch. There's an ad during the live, unfortunately. I had two ads happen during this live. So they are putting ads in during the live stream? Oh, I didn't know that. I just seen the notification today. That was like my first time seeing the notification. I hit no, like don't be putting no ads in here. But I didn't know they were doing that. That's interesting. Okay, well, thank you for that. Somebody said I look 25. Thank you. God is good, honey. Black don't crack. I had posted, because um, yesterday was National Sunday. So I posted um, some pictures of me and the boys. Because yeah, I, I don't post my kids a whole lot, you know, just because. I try to respect their privacy. So I posted like some video of me and the boys and um, people were shocked that my kids, you know, I have a grown son and I look like I'm their big sister. Like we look like siblings, but it was so cute. I, I loved it. Thank y'all for like all the comments. That was like really, really sweet. Even Cardi came on there and commented. I'm gonna show y'all real quick here. This is cute. This is me and the boys. So yesterday was National Sunday. Oh, I, okay, I don't have the music playing. But yeah, she came on here and she she commented. So she know Cardi's so sweet. She's always going to show love. So I always laugh when people are like, oh, you know, oh, um, she don't like her. Y'all are not cool. Y'all are weird. Like y'all take these social media things like way too to heart. And that's the thing I don't like. Like sometimes people on social media make it where commentary is not fun. I keep the same energy. Like I've always told y'all, um, if I can't keep it real and, you know, give my opinion on certain topics, then why would I fool with somebody who would not allow me to do that? Some of y'all's faves, they'll, they, they weaponize their follow and unfollow button. As soon as you hold them accountable, as soon as you say something they don't like, they run to unfollow. That's one thing I will always respect about Cardi B is that, you know, anytime I've held her accountable for anything, she's never been like, I'm about to unfollow you, F you, da 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 She takes it on the chin. It's my opinion. Like I said, I don't tell her how to rap, okay? She makes her music. I do my commentary. So that's the difference. I just hate how the fandoms are always trying to, like, you know, is she cool? Is she not cool? No, it's called holding people accountable. 
that's just all it is. You know what I'm saying? I still babysits all day, every day. So, you know, I love her and she's always, you know, she always shows love and that's what I really always respect about her. Like out of all the celebrities I so caught know and mess with behind the scenes, she's one that will always publicly show love and, you know, comment and things like, especially when it has to do with the boys, you know, which is just really sweet. Like last year she sent my um, youngest son, cause they're both Libras. So she had to send her little Libra friend. She sent him a video message telling him happy birthday. So she's, she's just a really genuine, sweet person. You know what I'm saying? And when she messes up, you know, I got to pull her coattail a little bit, but that's all that is. It's still love. It's still family. It's not no nonsense. Y'all try and make stuff out to be bigger than what it is. Make sure you check your faves who sit there and report on your faves. But then as soon as your faves are wrong, it's crickets. Cause see with me, I report on it all, but I notice a lot of the faves is faves were quiet when they fave fucked up. They were quiet. No videos to be had. They ignored the viral situation. Interesting. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. But y'all love to say that somebody's on somebody's payroll. You know what I'm saying? But then when, again, when their faves are trending for some fuck shit, crickets. Hear no evil, see no evil. When my fave is trending for something, I'ma talk about it. It is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So it's still Big Barty. Now I am salty with Barty gang though. I'm still, you know what I'm saying? I still feel away about Barty trying to put me in that damn Meg the Stallion shit. Talking about T should be thrown under the jail because I'm not a fan of Meg. I'm still salty with Barty gang, but it ain't all of y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, just a few. It's just a few. Yes, I see my red shoes in the chat. Shout out to April. I see my red shoes in the chat. <laughs> so you know in five minutes it's going to be the unicorns. You know, the barbs who fuck with me, they're going to be here in about five minutes. You're going to be seeing unicorn. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But, yeah, no, it's funny. Okay, well, Big Barbie, enjoy the block party. You don't need to be here. Go, go, stand your faves. Bye. Bye, Big Barbie. Go follow... I'm sure somebody from the from the Nikki team, they're live right now. Go watch them, okay? Deuces. <laughs> Look what I said. So here come all the little unicorns. Here we go. The fandom wars have started. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to go ahead and read some of these super chats here. Um, Let's see. Uh, Tahira Crooks at 1999. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, sis. Shelly J. Sent 4.99 says, love this sleek look. I want the brown and pink hair again from the intro video, though. Thank you. Um, I still got that wig. I just haven't worn it. Maybe I'll wear it soon. You know what I'm saying? Surprise you real quick. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Tahara sent 199 says, Auntie, I cussed Vlad out when that happened. Okay. I know y'all wrote for me, and I appreciate it. Y'all drug Vlad. He didn't know what the hell hit him. You know what I'm saying? But... We try to fight back to try and get the Instagram page back, but they said no, which to me is weird because then they turned around and verified me on my new page. So I'm like, if I'm problematic and I'm like, you know, such a bad person, why would y'all verify me again? You know, just strange, but whatever. It is what it is. But thank y'all for having my black, my back, excuse me, against uh, Vlad, a.k.a. Fed TV, okay? <laughs> um, let's see here. Neo Spices, T just made my night eating dinner, watching my favorite and best YouTuber. Thank you so much. Thank you for joining me this evening. Appreciate you. Uh, Will SM $5 says, how's it going? I'm doing good, Will. I hope you're doing good this Friday. 
Uh, Dear Lynn Quicksent 20 says, T, your deep dive was amazing. I love geopol geopolitics slash history. I appreciate all the hard work that went into the deep dive. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Um, I love it too. And I'm glad that I have a space where I can talk about more deep stuff. Like, I, you know, I don't mind coming out here and talking about, you know, celebrity gossip and tea and all that. That's cool. But y'all know that's not solely who I am. You know what I'm saying? I like to talk about deep stuff. I like to talk about what's going on in the world, things that are really affecting us. So I'm glad that I do, you know, that I decided to build my platform to do the deep dives. So I'm glad that y'all really enjoy them. So thank you. Um, let's see here. Unlimited Assurance and 499 says, absolutely love your channel, lovely T. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Summer Williams says, have you seen the video of Dylan Mulvaney now wanting to date biological women? No, I have not seen that. Moving along. And this is why I don't take that whole movement seriously. This is a man, he's probably not even gay at this point. Now he wants to date biological women. So just say that you're a straight man at this point. Because you're not a lesbian. You haven't chopped anything off. <laughs> Let me move on. Y'all know how I, I don't like Dylan Mulvaney. Moving on. Thank you for the super chat though. Uh, let's see here. Darylin Quick. Uh, oh, no, I read that. Um, Shani D says, government shutting down student loan payments be starting, but at least you are here brightening my day. Thanks, T. Yeah, the government shutdown, um, for y'all who don't know, may happen October 1st. So anybody depending on like government assistance, like she says, student loans, um, I think food stamps and different things like that, it's going to be affected. A lot of government employees will not be receiving a paycheck including people who are in the military, people who work um, government positions, they're gonna be working for free, including TSA, which is nerve wracking. We talked about this in the Zoom meeting yesterday because I don't want TSA not getting paid. I'm gonna need them to do their job and they're gonna do their job if they're getting a rich pay paycheck. Because I feel like if you're not paying me, am I really gonna search as hard for weapons of mass destruction getting on the plane? I'm just saying. So hopefully it doesn't shut down, but right now it looks like the government is going to shut down. So I don't know. It's very nerve wracking, all the stuff that's going on right now politically. So while y'all are sitting here having a fandom war in the, in the chat section, understand um, there's real things affecting y'all. Okay. Your favorite celebrities, they're fine. Okay. They're still going to be eating and, and, you know, living their life. You need to make sure that you're okay. So like I always tell y'all, stop being so wrapped up in everything these celebrities do. Because at the end of the day, they're fine. A lot of y'all are not. So just, you know, be very, very mindful of what's going on. Be on top of everything that's going on right now. Um, not just here in America, but geopolitically as well. Um, let's see here. Uh, Gigi says, love you, T. Love you, too. Thank you for coming through. Carmela sent five dollars says good evening wanted to show some love I'll catch the playback with the gang I turned 40 on the 27 yikes I'm celebrating though honey you know what it's a blessing right like I always tell y'all what is the opposite of life it's death like we're here to get older you know what I'm saying and as long as you don't look or feel 40 then it doesn't even matter that you know so it's always funny everybody asks like oh 40 is so old but you know I think it's a blessing 
you know, to turn 40. Because so many people look at Tupac. He didn't make it past 25. A lot of people never even see 40. So it's a blessing. You know, that's why I had to kind of go in on DJ Academics when I was doing that, you know, when I did my video about all the drama with Kenneth Petty and them. Yes, Kenneth Petty, trash. You know what I'm saying? Old trash. But I just didn't like, like, you know, because I, I noticed people trying to have jokes. You know, he's like, oh, you know, shouldn't he be getting his, like, colon checked? You know, he's 40 plus, And it's like, you know, you can hold somebody accountable, but you don't have to age shame. And it's always funny when somebody tries to age shame, you're like, you're only, like, four or five years younger. Like, simmer down. <laughs> so, not saying that he's, you know, I don't know how old he is. I know he's over the age of 30, but, you know, I, I've noticed that. And honestly, some of y'all in y'all's 20s, you know, some of y'all look a lot older than 20. So simmer down with all that, you know, trying to act like once people are 30 plus, they're just old and should be discarded. Because some of y'all look like y'all done lived a 40-year-old life child. I be wanting to call some of y'all auntie. Like, oh, yes, ma'am. Oh, no, I'm not a ma'am. I'm only 22. Well, damn. Okay, I'm sorry. I apologize. Damn. Over here calling you ma'am. <laughs> Let me stop. Like I said, getting older is a blessing. So don't let nobody shame you for getting older. You know what I'm saying? I love my big age, honey, okay? So, yeah. So happy birthday to you, sis. Um, let's see here. Sierra sent 499 says, T, this new camera has you looking amazing. I love the glam. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Summer Williams sent 499. She says, hey, T, have you heard that Shakira has been charged with tax evasion for the second time by Spanish government. She owes 7.1 million. Yeah, I had clowned her when I was doing the um, MTV reviews. I'm like, you know, while Shakira's sitting here running from Tiffany, she needs to go ahead and pay that the damn Spanish government their money. So I don't see, I don't, you know, Shakira be everywhere. She ain't like she don't owe no money. But uh, yeah, good luck to her. Let's see here. Burr Weezy sent $19.99 says, I appreciate all you do, T. Stay blessed, sis. Thank you so much. I appreciate you as well. Thank you for coming through. Miss um, Muchilla sent $9.99. She says, hey, T, I celebrated my... Oh, no, hold on. No. It just refreshed. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Hey, when my page refreshes, hold up. Where did it go? Okay, here it goes. Miss Machilla says, if Keefe D is a person that holds on to things, they must have found hardcore evidence connecting him. Yeah, I can definitely see that. And, you know, again, I think, like, the fame from, like, him getting viral moments and, you know, being on Vlad TV and other platforms, it started going to his head. And then, you know, he was, like, in documentaries, and he was just doing the most. He was, he's been doing a lot over the years. So I'm sure he probably kept like memorabilia, probably had a dear diary, dear diary, the day I killed Tupac with my nephew. You know what I mean? So they, they found, they found some hardcore evidence when they raided that house. So he's definitely going bye-bye. Uh, Asia Carolyn said, 1999 says, damn, you fine as fuck, shoddy. Thank you, Asia. <laughs> okay. Damn, Asia came off like a dude. Okay, Asia, thank you, sis. Appreciate you. <laughs> oh, my gosh, y'all are too funny. I have to look at the thumbnail again. Like, okay, well, all right, Asia, appreciate you, sis. <laughs> she came like a straight stud. Like, you fine as hell, shawty. What's up? 
Amber says, hey, T, it's Jaslyn from the Discord. It's my birthday. I just turned 25, Libra gang. Happy birthday to you. Thank you so much for coming through. I hope you're enjoying your birthday. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Nitty Wilson sent $49.99, says, love you, T, and thank you for being you. Thank you so much, Nitty. Appreciate you. Thank you for coming through. Uh, let's see here. Nick sent $4.99. He says, nice surprise to see you live. I'll catch the playback. My ass should have caught out of work with this rain here in NYC. Thank God it slowed down. Oh, yes. NYC. Y'all are dealing with a bunch of flooding in New York, New Jersey. And they said it's probably like some of the worst flooding that you guys have had in several years. So please, Nick, stay safe. I'm glad the rain has slowed down. So thank you. Oh, y'all are too funny in the chat. Okay, so let me see here. I got to talk about this, and I'm going to read some more Super Chats here. Um, okay, so I've never heard of this girl. Her name is Meatball. She's from Philly, okay? Um, and so this Meatball girl, not the rainbow flags and everybody saying choo-choo. Y'all are so messy. <laughs> um. So this girl, her name is Meatball, and I guess she's a social media influencer. You know, everybody's an influencer. I will talk about that in a second, but she's an influencer. Um, I've never heard of this girl, but that doesn't mean anything. There's people who don't know who the hell I am, right? So, you know, she's popular to who she's popular to. Um, and I guess she just be wildin' um, on social media, hyping people up or something to do stupid shit. So anyway, she had hyped up her fans to meet her. And just, you know, wreak havoc. Um, they were looting. They were doing all types of foolishness in Philly. So let me go ahead um, and uh, pull up this video of Meatball. Give me just a second here. So this is Meatball. All hyped. Everybody must eat! Yes! Everybody must eat! Everybody must eat! Everybody must eat! Dozens were arrested because of this idiot who was screaming, everybody must eat. Look at her crying, crying tattoo tears. Are you dumb? I think she's I dumb. Think she's dumb. I think she's dumb. <laughs> are you, like medically speaking, are you like... Like I'm not trying to be mean, like are you dumb? Are you d I think she's dumb. I think she's dumb. I think she's dumb. I think she, you think oh, she's... Oh, she's, she's dumb. dumb. You shouldn't have been talking shit. <laughs> I'm just saying, <laughs> take care. Yeah. I agree. I, I think she's dumb as well. But um, so she, you know, she was talking all this stuff. She hyped up all these people to go down um, to the Apple store. They were doing all types of foolishness. Let me see if I can find another video of her. I mean, they were just, yeah, we got a few videos. Let me share this here. We're, we're going to watch her live in all her glory. Give me just, ooh, hold on now. It was a few pages posting her. Hold up, where'd it go? Damn it. I'm trying to find the video because it wasn't it wasn't playing the audio. So I'm trying to find another link to the video. It might be on Twitter. Let me check Twitter. Give me a second here. But yeah, people was hashtagging free meatball and all this goofy stuff. And my thing is, 
You know, she was here for all the drama and the chaos. I think here goes another video of her. Let me. And when you hashtag her name, it's like all these meatballs coming up. Like, what the hell? Told the police they either lock me up tonight or it's gonna get it's gonna get lit. It's gonna be a movie. There's another video. There's like there were like clips of her. Told the police they either lock me up tonight or it's gonna get it's gonna get lit. It's gonna be a movie. Truth is sometimes. <laughs> okay, so anyways, so her ass got arrested. She was crying, tattoo tears. So then the news bum rushed her. Right, they found her home and they went to her house to interview her. After she got let out of jail. So we gonna watch what she had to say. <laughs> this whole situation is a hot damn mess. Alright, so here they go interviewing Meatball. Media influencer accused of instigating some of Tuesday night's looting was back at home to today. The woman known as Meatball was bailed out by her mom early this morning. NBC 10 investigative reporter Claudia Vargas caught up with her today. Claudia, what'd she have to say? Well, Deja Blackwell, also known as Meatball, says she never wants to go back to jail. Blackwell is one of dozens of people arrested following Tuesday night's looting. She has garnered attention in the last 48 hours because of her social media live stream. Uh-oh. Uh -oh. As chaos unfolded across the city, Deja Blackwell was live streaming much of it to her more than 180,000 followers. What's that? Posting in Center City and other parts of the city up until her arrest Tuesday evening. Police and the district attorney's office say Blackwell was encouraging others to engage in looting and other criminal activity. Blackwell was charged with burglary, conspiring, and rioting, among other felony charges. The 21-year-old was released on $25,000 bail early this morning. We went to Blackwell's home today after she agreed for us to meet her there. Our attempts to speak with her about her actions Tuesday night and what's happened since then were cut short by her mom. Blackwell's mom did not want her speaking with reporters, but the woman known as Meatball did have something to say before going back inside her home. Do you have a message for people? I just prefer, you know, Never loot again, stay out of trouble, and never go to jail. So you regret what happened? I regret. Blackwell also took to social media to thank her followers for their support and said the experience left her scared and traumatized. Blackwell is due back in court October 17th. Claudia Vargas, NBC. <laughs> Let me pull out my, my tiny violin, okay? I don't know who you are, sis, but you know, you're an influencer like me, so, you know, I, I just got to do it. I'm glad you learned your lesson. I'm glad she kept it real. And she said that she does not want to go to jail again, that jail is not a fun place to be because it, it's not, never been there. But I've heard enough stories from my girl in Philly, B.L. Sherelle, okay? But the thing that's really funny, like I always tell you guys, that word influencer is used so loosely. Like I said, everybody's a fucking influencer, right? But like I always tell y'all, 
what are people influencing you to do? Are they influencing you to be a better version of yourself? Are they influencing you to do fuckery, like go down to the Apple store and loot? Because on top of her being arrested, <laughs> 50 other people were arrested as well. She had them come down there, basically incited a riot. And so now all y'all got criminal records, mug shots, and they're saying that she's looking at several felonies. So this was not just something where, you know, she was arrested and given a slap on the wrist and sent home. They're all looking at felonies. Like this was like robbery, breaking and entering. And then y'all went in there, y'all stole iPhones, y'all broke stuff, y'all destroyed things. So they're being charged criminally for everything that went down um, a few days ago in Philly. And this is why I say, you know, as an influencer, and I don't know how old Meatball is. I don't know if she's in her 20s or you know, I'm assuming she's young, but, you know, I, I don't know. This is why, you know, all these young 20-something-year-old influencers, you have to be really careful with the things that you try and have your followers do because you can get in trouble for it. Look what happened to Kai Sinat when he had all them people go down to, what was that, Times Square or Manhattan, and, like, 5,000 of his fans, they popped up. And basically, you know, when that happened, they just started tearing shit up. And he was, you know, he ended up getting arrested and going to jail behind that. So you have to be really careful. You know what I'm saying? She's, oh, hell no. She's 21. Oh, shit. Okay. All right. Well, she's 21. I thought she was older than that. Okay. Well. <laughs> I'm not fooling with y'all. I'm not fooling with the chat. I didn't know she was 21. Um, okay. She's young. Um, I'm gonna say this. She's old enough to know better, okay? At 21, she's old enough to know better. But y'all gotta stop. <laughs> y'all stop drinking. <laughs> y'all are so messy in the chat. How We got eight, over 8,000 people in here. Y'all are so messy in the chat. I didn't know how old she was. Um, so again, that, to my earlier point, you just never know. Um... So to all these young ass influencers, I'm gonna say this, you have to be very careful with the things that you lead your followers to do. You know what I'm saying? Because again, you can think it's gonna be a simple meet and greet and people can just wild out and you're gonna bear the brunt of the blame because all these people came because of you. So you gotta watch that, you know? Thank goodness I have decent followers. I have the sweetest followers. Now we will light your ass up, okay? If you mess with us, because y'all lit up Vlad TV for like a week straight, y'all drug his ass. All you saw was tea sippers in his comment section. But, you know, anytime I've had my live events, my tea sippers, like, like I'm like a mama, okay? I get report cards. And everybody's like, man, you got some of the nicest fans. They're so helpful. Like, even we're like breaking down stuff after the event that we had did when we did the live show and um, Mama D was there. And even afterwards, when Ebony and them were breaking everything down, you know, so we could go to the club, a lot of the tea sippers, they were helping, like, put stuff away and, you know, putting away tables and chairs. Like, I love getting good reports like that. It made me feel like a proud mom. Like, I'm glad I have very nice, respectable fans who know how to act. Like, when we all went down to, um, where was that place we went to go take the 90s pictures, the cultural museum? And, you know, I just got a good report. You know, and I bought like 70 people with us that day. You know, there weren't no fights. Nobody was acting ratchet. Nobody broke anything. Like, we had a good time. We took pictures. We were doing photo shoots. You know, we was lit. You know, we were singing the, the All That theme song. So, I say that to say this. I thank y'all 
for just being like, when I do my meet and greets and my live shows, I just thank y'all for just coming in and understanding that you not only represent yourselves, but you also represent me. And I just, I, I love hearing that. Like the tea sippers are just the best. So I don't know when the next event will be, but you know, we'll see. Am I frozen? Somebody said I'm frozen. Am I frozen? If I'm frozen on your end, uh, just hit refresh. I love y'all too. I can't, I know, I feel like I need to do another event. Like soon. I really do. I feel like I need to do another event like really, really soon. Because I really miss y'all and we had such a good time. Okay, I'm not frozen, so it was just that person's computer. Just refresh your computer, and then I should be unfrozen. So, again, Meatball, Kai Sinat, the same thing I told Kai. Like, you know, with, with great power comes great responsibility. And when you're an influencer, you have to realize that your influence, you know, regardless, big or small, you can influence people to do bad or influence people to do good things. And so because she caused her, you know, her followers to just fucking riot the streets of Philly, she's being charged criminally. And I think that should happen. I think, you know, you do bear some of that responsibility. Like if I have all my tea sippers meet me in downtown Minneapolis. Well, let me not say Minneapolis. I don't think I have a lot of tea sippers in Minnesota. Let's say Atlanta because that's my second home. That's like me just being like, oh, yeah, everybody come to, uh, to Midtown in Atlanta because I know the Atlanta tea sippers. Y'all going to come out. And then we just start tearing up shit. I'm, my old ass gonna get arrested. I'm not going to jail for nobody. I ain't never been to jail. I'm not going to jail behind nobody. So it's like you gotta just, you gotta have common sense. You can't be having all your friends come out and then you wilding out and recording and laughing like you're not gonna get in trouble for that. So, yeah. And I get why her, oh, somebody said we in Minnesota. Oh, let me find out. Oh, Miss Jerose, do I need to do a Minnesota meet and greet? Cause I swear, like anytime I've done one in Minnesota, it's been like 20 people. <laughs> It's been like 20 taste slippers. When I do it on the land, it'd be like hundreds of people. That's why I don't ever do nothing up here in Minnesota. Because I'm like, ain't nobody up here. <laughs> I just live up here. <laughs> okay, well, shout out to my Minnesota tea sippers. Okay. I know that's right. I did run into um, one of my tea sippers. What was this? Last weekend at the club. I had went out and I had ran into her. She was so sweet. She was like, oh my God, I would have never thought you'd be here. I'm like, girl, I'll be outside. I'll be out here in these streets, okay? But yeah, she was like really sweet. So I do run into y'all every now and then, especially at the Mall of America. I always run into tea sippers at the Mall of America. Lisa said, come to NYC. I miss NYC. I used to do meet and greets in NYC. We used to have fun. Like, I miss my NYC crew. Um, Donald, Carolyn, Betsy, uh, what was her name? Shirlene. Like, we used to have fun. I remember we went to, like, this big, uh, what was it? It was, like, a barbecue spot in Manhattan. Oh, we had a ball. I miss, like, having my little meet and greets in New York. We used to have fun. Because I'd just stay in New York the whole week, and then I'd be, like, in the Bronx. <laughs> like, just, like, on Freeman Street shopping and shit for school clothes. People were like, T, what are you doing in the Bronx? Like, shopping for school clothes. What? <laughs> I used to always be out in the Bronx just randomly and shit. Shout out to Vicky, my homegirl from the Bronx. I remember she took me to Junior's uh, memorial when that whole thing happened with Junior. And we were like in the hood hood. It was crazy. Like she took me all like through the hood in the Bronx. But I have not been to the Bronx in so long. I miss it. I do want to come down to Houston though. I would love to come down to Houston. I've only been one time and we're not even going to go there. I, I'm not, I'm not even, even going to talk about the Houston story. But I do want to come back because my first time in Houston, it wasn't really that pleasant. So I want to come back again. 
<laughs> um, we're, but you know what? Like I told y'all, I really want to do this, um, this trip. I want to go to Yellowstone. I want to go to all the places, just like the regular, normal, like nature places. That's my goal this year. I don't know who all's coming, but I want to go see Yellowstone. I want to go to Mount Rushmore. Um, Colorado. I want to see like simple, like naturey stuff. I'm on that this year. Like I didn't did Miami. I didn't did New York. I didn't did Atlanta, LA. Like I didn't did all the clubs. I really want to see nature. Yeah, the Grand Canyon, all that stuff. I really do. I I want to. I've never been to Yellowstone. I've never seen the Grand Canyon. I want to see stuff like that. Somebody say come to Queens. I don't think I've been to Queens. I've been to um, Harlem. Harlem, the Bronx, Brooklyn, Staten Island. I don't know why I've never been to Queens. Never been to Queens. Yeah, I heard Colorado is beautiful. <laughs> okay, let me see. I've been out here an hour, so let me get to this next story. Uh, let me see here. Oh, Nia sent 1999. She says, I'm a deep dive stan. That yoga one took me there. I'm a fan of yoga, but now I had to consider all the consequences. Ignorance does not stop a thing from being a thing. That was my takeaway. Love you, lovely T. Thank you so much. And I'm really glad that, you know, you were open to my yoga deep dive. Because again, it was not to like disrespect people, you know, who go to yoga every Wednesday. It was just to show another side, you know what I'm saying? And just to show people that there is a very spiritual aspect to yoga. So thank you for being open enough to just, you know, take the deep dive for what it was and not take offense to it. Because I had some yoga people who were very, they, they weren't very peaceful. They were cussing me out. I'm like, damn, well, where's all the, you know, the, the peace, peace shit? Y'all supposed to be some peaceful people. That was light my ass up. How dare you talk shit about yoga? I'm like, well, this isn't very yoga-like. They were going in on me for like a straight week. They were. So... I'm glad I opened y'all's eyes to the spiritual aspect of yoga. So thank you, Nia. Uh, let's see here. Lenise says, T, you are bombshelling today, honey. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. I feel good, man. I don't lost. I'm a little weight. I feel like my shirt keeps slipping, so I'm like pulling it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, now I feel good. I was I went on a walk yesterday for an hour. Still going on my walks. Um, I was talking to Janice, so I was going on my walk the other day. So, yeah, I be power walking, honey. I I'm trying to keep this weight down. So, I, I like being slim and trim. Now I can just put on whatever and not have to be stressed no more. Um, let's see here. So, we got to talk about this whole Ebony K. Williams situation, y'all. So, this is what is going on currently. Y'all know Auntie Ebony hoodie. She's back going viral. She's giving all the young girls advice. Um, she's saying that basically, you know, you need to like get married early, have children young. And so you have a segment of the population of females who are really mad. They feel like she's giving Kevin Samuels vibes. Then you got other people who are like, you know what? She's making a lot of sense. So we're gonna listen to what Ebony K. Williams had to say. She also went on to the Breakfast Club this morning. And she was talking to this young lady. I forget the young lady's name. Forgive me. Um, you guys will hear it in this video. And they were kind of going back and forth about the situation. Um, and Ebony was making some decent points as well. So we're going to go ahead and listen to this. It's about five minutes long. So let me go ahead and share my screen. Give me just a second here to pull this up. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> okay, hold up. Let me pull this up. Okay, here she goes. 
The reality that needs to be said out loud is that as black men age, their desirability increases. Thus, their optionality of women is always expanding. And the exact opposite is true for black women. Mm -hmm. As we age, doesn't matter how much money we accumulate, our degrees or professional accolades, the reality is that our marriage and partnership market value is depreciating with every passing year. No matter how good we look, no matter how fit we are, men are still seeing primarily our presumed dwindling fertility as a knock against us. And speaking of fertility, that is another reason that I want younger black women to seek marriage and partnership in college or right after if that's what they choose. Because the number of college-educated black men is so low when compared to black college-educated women that we're all going to be targeting the same small pool of men. And as we heard today, on most campuses, there's like seven black women students for every one black man student. Y'all do the math. So here's my advice. If you are a young black woman in college and you know in your heart and in your head that you want to prioritize family, I suggest that you simultaneously pursue that MRS degree right along with that BA or JD. Because a handful of black college age men that actually do desire to get married soon and they do share that value system and family is a priority for them too. Y'all, that is an incredibly small pool and it's shrinking as you get older. And by the time you reach my age, 40, you will be faced with different choices relating to life partnership and motherhood. Now, I'm not saying that delaying marriage or motherhood is a bad option, but it's one that comes with its own consequences. And our women deserve to know on the front end of their decision making instead of on the back half. This is a conversation for ladies. And I texted uh, my good friend Charlemagne. I said, as a friend of the show, I heard the conversation yesterday. I appreciated the critique and the constructive nature of it. And I said, you know, since I'm down the street on the train, let me pull up. And, and I want to hear from you, Lauren, about what you agree with and what you disagree with and have a, a ladies conversation about Let's it. Let's do it. So the disagreeing for me came with the starting with the infertility and the, uh, the market value, appreciating. So with the infertility, I know some, I said this yesterday, so some stuff is science, right? You can't get around that. But I feel like when you start with that and you lead with that, it then makes people get defensive and they don't even hear the rest of it. I know when I first listened to it, I was like, oh, God, this is going to be another one of those conversations where, like, someone's telling me as a woman, by the time you get this age, your life is over. And, you know, when you're trying to figure things out and you're like, I'm 31 years old, right? Like, I'm recently out of a very long relationship. You know, as a woman, as a black woman, right, especially working in, I might not get that, that other chance. Like, I got to do it right the first time. And I think you're talking about professionally? Professionally and personally. Okay. But I just feel like when you lead with the stuff that you lead with, it instantly turns the conversation negative. And for someone like me who is watching and learning and listening to you, mm. it makes it where now I am defensive. I don't want to watch, listen, and learn. I don't hear the rest of what you're saying. So now I'm not being taught. And I should feel like I can listen to you and learn from you and not feel like you're the op. So I want to just go back actually to your first point, Lauren, which I think you are conceding that you had a reaction to my commentary that was so visceral in nature that you actually shut down your listening comprehension skills. Mm. Yeah. You said that. Yeah. Okay, mm -hmm. so, so because of that though, right, I'm not gonna sit in a posture of ownership because you made a choice 
to be limited in the way in which you received and processed the information. Now, you are a grown woman, and you have autonomy over what you choose to consume. For Where, you. For, it, for you, You're talking Lauren. to me specifically. Yeah, right now. I said you agree with Ebony, though. I, my whole point of what I'm saying, right, because right now I feel like you're taking what I didn't agree with and the fact that I don't remember specific words or whatever no, you not, said. No, I'm not, Lauren, really. I really think this would be better served and more productive if just like I, it's kind of like an opening statement in, in a court of law. I gave you a good amount of time to lay out two prongs of disagreement, and I respect and appreciate both of your positions. I'm not saying they are wrong, but I am Go saying ahead. I don't know how productive it is to be the time, manner, and delivery police. So for everybody, Lauren, that takes your position, which is very valid, it was visceral to me, I found it triggering, it felt hurtful, I felt attacked, I felt policed, I felt shitted on, whatever it is, there's also a whole nother contingency of black women that felt seen by that commentary, that felt heard. And my peers who are 40 and up are like, I wish someone would have told me. And the fact that you are for Where, you, for, it, for you, You're talking Lauren. to me specifically. Yeah, right I you agree with Ebony, though. I, my whole point of what I'm saying, right, because right now I feel like you're taking what I didn't agree with and the fact that I don't remember specific words or whatever no, you not, said. No, I'm not, Lauren, really. I really think this would be better served and more productive. If just like I, it's kind of like an opening statement in, in a court of law. I gave you a good amount of time to lay out two prongs of disagreement. And okay, all right, I'm back, child. <laughs> they gonna be arguing, going back and forth all day, every day. Um, I'm gonna say this. I do. I get where Ebony is coming from, and this is the same thing I was saying when we did that call-in show. Remember when I, you know, we had guys and girls calling in, and y'all were dragging the men, like <laughs> y'all were going off, calling them dusties. The chat was insane that night. But I was saying that you know Ebony's in a, in a is in a different space. And people keep forgetting that because, you know, Ebony looks young for her age. She looks good for her age. You know what I'm saying? She's a beautiful woman. But, you know, she is now 40. So her life experience and where she's at is different. She's a 40-year-old woman who right now has no man. She doesn't have any children, but she desires children. She desires, you know, a husband. And I think she's, like, going to purposely make herself a single mother or something. Like, she done froze her eggs and she's about to go on some journey to, you know, I don't know, sperm bank or something like that. So she's in a different space. So I think with her, she's trying to warn younger girls. Like she's basically saying like, you know, in your 20s, you know, as soon as you finish college, you want to start pursuing a man while you're young. Because you got to, we just got to be honest. That's just what it is. Um, most guys, especially older guys, are looking for more younger girls. And so that's the thing like you have to you know be on that already you don't want to sit and make everything about your career in your 20s and 30s i believe that's what she's saying right in your 20s and 30s and then you turn around and now you're like 35 close to 40 and now you're looking to get married and have a child but all the guys in your age bracket or you know who are on your same level you know social economically right who have money who climb the corporate ladder they're not checking for that it's just what it is. You know, I don't I don't think she said anything false. But I also have to be real too that I just feel like as women, sometimes we can't ever win. You know what I'm saying? It's like, think about it like this. Like for me, I remember for a long time, you know, I would allow people to shame me because I was a young mom, you know, when I had my son. And so, you know, I had my child very young. I got married young and everything else to my kids' father. And so... 
people almost like looked at that like I was beneath them because I was a teen mom and things like that. So it's like if we have kids early and we get married early, then we're doing too much. Or you're a teen mom and people are wagging their finger at you. But honestly, I'm happy I had my kids young. You know what I'm saying? Like my kids are like my best friend. I'm still their mom. Don't get it twisted. But you know, like now me and my son are at age where we just have grown conversations about everything, politics, rap, you know, all that stuff. And they keep me hip. Okay. They keep me like in the know. So I, I wouldn't change that for the world. I couldn't imagine being 40 now having to like freeze eggs and go to a sperm bank and, you know, roll the dice. Like, you know what I mean? Whatever. That's, you know, her journey. But so I, I just feel like as women, we can't win. If we start young, then it's, you know, we're shamed by society. Then if you wait later in life because you want to climb the corporate ladder, because I have family members who, you know, they climbed the corporate ladder, but now they're 40, 42 years old, and they're trying to find a man. And those men who are on their level, they're not there. They're looking for younger women, unfortunately. So the problem is that's not fair to women who like work their way up the corporate ladder. They're always expected to date down. So yeah, they can get a man, but the man is usually not on their level. So it's usually always like some, you know, dusty. Let's keep it real. Y'all's favorite rapper. Kenneth Petty is nowhere near Nicki Minaj's level. Like, can we just have a real conversation about their dynamic? Nicki could have any guy. At one point in time, she was dating Nas. We can go on. Mary J. Blige. Her and Ken don't. Wendy Williams. Kevin Hunter. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when a woman is doing good and they're making money and they're climbing the corporate ladder and they're building, you know, themselves up. It's like you get to the top and it's you're looking around. And a lot of times those men that are on your same level, you know, what I'm saying economically, you know, what I'm saying ment mentally, even age wise, they're not there. So that's the part that I just think that um, is unfair. But she's not lying. And yes, a woman's value. We just got to keep it real, you know for men is younger. Like a guy is going to look for a woman. If, if, a, if let's say if a guy is like 40, 45, a lot of times they're gonna look for women who are like 35 and under. You know what I'm saying? Especially if they don't have any children and things like that and they wanna have kids because they know if they go with an older woman, it might be harder to conceive and you know, just things that happen biologically, right? So I think there's a lot of nuances in this conversation. Um, I don't think it's good or bad. I just feel like everybody's journey is their journey, you know? And I think that we have to give each other grace as women and as men, because I think men go through that too, where even, you know, men who are well-to-do and who have money, a lot of times they're only left to pick from, you know, like a, a vapid class of women, you know, the gold diggers and women who are just using them and things like that. So I just think that everybody's just trying to figure out their way through life, you know, but I don't think either way is bad. I don't think that you necessarily should be waiting until you're 40 to try and, you know, get pregnant and get married because you have to keep it in, in the back of your mind. Your biological clock is ticking. You're getting older. Nothing wrong with getting older because men get older too. But if you can do things, you know, in your 30s, late 20s, 30s, mid 30s, It'll be a lot. It'll be a lot less of a headache than in your fifties.
Like, that's why Ayana Van Zandt is screaming like, oh, y'all date a bus driver? Of course she will. You're like 65. Of course. At this point, you just want somebody with a pulse. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> you know, so yeah, of course. But if Ebony is a lawyer, she, she doesn't need to date a bus driver. Why should she have to date a bus driver? So that's the part. It's just like sometimes as women, you know, you, you just can't win. So I just say that you have to like live your life for you. You know what I'm saying? Do what you feel is right. And if you want to get married young and you want to have children in your 20s or whatever, you know, do that. If that's what, you know, you want to have for your life. Because at the end of the day, you only have one life. And you have to live it to how you see it. You can't live your life for other people. And, you know, and like I told y'all before, too, I just also don't like when we talk about biological stuff. People are always like, oh, you know, you know, a, a woman, if she gets older, her eggs are fried. Or, you know, uh, if she gets older, the child can have Down syndrome. And there's all this stuff. And I'm like, well, what about all these dudes who are out here shooting dust? Like, like, just because you can get somebody pregnant at 80 doesn't mean you should. Al Pacino's out here having babies. How many people have had kids with older men and them babies weren't right? Because that damn sperm done expired. So can we have a real conversation? Okay. So a lot of people act like, you know, biological stuff happens on both ends. And sometimes the issues come from the guys as well. You know, but everybody also, yeah, you know, not dusty nuts. Y'all so stupid. <laughs> Y'all are wilding in the chat, but I'm just saying, you know, I hear just bone out dusting shit. Like, okay, yes, you can get somebody pregnant, but is the baby going to be vivacious? I don't want to get pregnant by an 80-year-old. No, I want somebody who's, you know, like I told y'all a few streams ago, I want those swimmers swimming. I don't want them blind and shit with a cane trying to find the egg. I want them swimming and shit. So, yeah, just because you older, men, does not mean that it's, you know what I'm saying, that you guys are just void of, like, having issues. You know, so biologics affects everybody. Just biological things affect everyone, male or female. So that's the only thing I hate about that when we talk about, like, you know, the whole pregnancy thing and having kids. It's always, like, on the woman. It's like, oh, you know, she's getting older. Well, yeah, and, and so are you, sir. <laughs> okay, unk. You know, so I just always find that really, really funny that, you know, we need to have a real conversation that fertility issues can be an issue on both ends. You know, so if you want to have kids, it's a lot better to have them earlier, okay, than later on in life. I mean, you can have them later on in life, but it's just more complications. And again, like I told you guys, you know, that's why a lot of people, like back in the day, that's why a lot of older men dated really, really young girls. Because back then, you know, people didn't live as long. You know, so you were lucky if you made it to 50. But now with modern medicine and, you know, vitamins and Viagra, you know, guys are living longer and fucking longer. So it's like, you know, people are able to just do what they want to do now that they couldn't do years ago. So you got to start really thinking in terms of that. Back in the day, you couldn't freeze your eggs. What frozen eggs? Either you got pregnant or you didn't. So now there's like all these little things that people can do to try, to try and pause time. But you still got to be realistic, though. Even if you freeze your eggs, you don't want to be 50 inserting frozen eggs into you because biologically your body, like you're, you're not necessarily the same person at 50 that you are at 25 or 30. So, you know, you want to keep that in mind. So, again, 
I don't I don't think there's anything wrong with what either person was saying, Ebony or the other young girl. Um, I think they were both talking from their perspectives. But I think Ebony does sometimes come off a little bit jaded a bit because I think for her, she chose her career. She went up the, you know, she chose to be a lawyer, went up the corporate ladder. You know, she's very educated, very smart, and she's beautiful, right? She's fun, fit, and friendly. Ain't that what y'all be, the, the three Fs and shit? Um, you know, she's fun, fit, and friendly, and she can't seem to get a man, you know? So now she's having to go to a sperm bank. And I don't think she ever saw that for herself because she's a really pretty girl, woman, you know what I mean? So I think that kind of jades her a little bit. I don't know. That's just, I just kind of get that vibe. I am a, a Malvolent Elephant. I'm not straddling the fence. I am telling them the truth. I'm saying you need to try and have children get into relationships when you are younger. You do not want to push it off. So I don't disagree with what Ebony's saying, but I also feel like, you know, a lot of times women get the short end of the stick. Like we're always chastised no matter what we do. If we have kids too early in life, then we're dumb teenage moms. If we wait till, you know, later on in life, oh, you're old as hell to be trying to have kids. So it's like, damn, it's like we get it on either end of the spectrum, you know what I'm saying? So you have to live your life at the end of the day. But I would agree with her that you should pursue things when you are younger. You know what I'm saying? Get into relationships when you're younger. Get into, you know, marriage when you're younger as opposed to older. You want to get with somebody you can build with and grow with. You want to get with somebody in your 20s and then y'all can look back in your 30s and 40s and see what y'all built together. I think that is very, very special. But, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't happen for everybody. You know what I'm saying? I thought that would happen with me and my ex-husband. It didn't. We got divorced. You know, we're cool, but we're not together. So it's just like things happen. But I don't disagree with what Ebony's saying, you know, but I also feel like as women, we just, you know, we just get bashed no matter what we do, you know? So I'm just saying. Let me go ahead and read these super chats. Oh, shit. Okay. So, uh, Malavent Elephant sent $100. Thank you, love. I appreciate you. He says, T, went to your event here in ATL and thoroughly enjoyed it. Ebony was right. If you are a woman who wants a husband, it is much easier statistically to get one when you are 28 than when you're 38. To my ladies in your 20s that want a hubby, date an older guy. Yes. Thank you for the $100 super chat. I agree with you. I didn't know you came to my ATL event. I'm trying to think of who you were. Sam, did you take a picture with me? Send me a picture. Like, DM me. Did we take a picture together? I'm trying to think, like, if I remember who you were. I think I do, and I think you said your name, and I'm like, oh, from the, from the streams. I think I do remember meeting you. I just cannot think of, like, your face in my head right now. But, no, I definitely agree. Okay, so now let's talk about that. Okay, he's saying to the ladies in their 20s, if you want a hubby, date an older guy, right? So again, um, what I've noticed too is that a lot of young guys like older women. Like people forget that too. Like, you know, a lot of young guys like older girls. Like I know even for me, like I tend to attract younger guys. Like it's just what it is. I either attract really, really older guys, like older than my dad, or younger guys. So that's the thing too that I think sometimes younger people, they just like older people. I don't know. I guess. Somebody said they want a sugar mama. <laughs> you know, but I, I think I get what he's saying, though. Like, if you're a young girl, like 28, and, you know, you're dating an older guy, 
who's like 40, right? He's probably at that point in his life where he's ready to settle down. But then you got to understand too, like, is he really ready to settle down? Or is it more like just he wants a sugar baby on his arm or something to floss? So you got to, you know, really vet and make sure that that's really what he wants. Like he's, he has all the, you know, player player out of his system and that he really, really wants to be with you, marry you, start a family, things like that. So. So your fiance is 10 years younger than you? Okay. And I don't think there's, there's anything wrong with that. I think. Like I said, everybody gets hung up on age, but I don't think age is a big deal as long as both people are on the same page. I don't think it's like a, a huge deal. So somebody says 40-year-olds still play games like they're 20s. Yes, yeah, some of them do. PR says, I had a 24-year-old um, on my ass and I was 38. It was fun for a while, but realistically, it couldn't happen because of the kids part. Yeah. Yeah, that's very interesting. Somebody says, my husband is 13 years older than me. Bella says, the youngest I'll go is 10 years. The oldest I'll go is 90 plus. <laughs> but that's only for Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Not 90 plus, but you know what? Look at that, that young girl who had a baby by Al Pacino. Like, that's still, that's a trip. That is too funny. So I think at the end of the day, everybody has to do what makes them happy. You know, there's no right or wrong. But like I said, I do agree with what Ebony's saying. That if you, I don't think she was saying it to necessarily shame people. But if that's what you want in life, understand some women, they don't want that. Because I've met women in my Discord, young girls who are like, I don't want kids. I don't want a husband. I don't, I don't want a man. And maybe they're saying that now because they're 21 and 22. I don't know. But you have some people, they're not interested in that. And if they're not interested in having a family and a husband, that's their business. I don't think that anybody should be shamed because they don't want that. You have men who say all the time, I don't ever want to be married. I just want to, you know, sport fuck all day. Okay, well, do you, sir? You know what I'm saying? Good day to you. You know, so you have to decide what works for you. You can't stress yourself out over what, like, other people think. You know what I'm saying? You can't live your life for anybody else. But if you want those things, you have to be realistic, okay? If you want... A husband, if you want a family, you do have to start younger. It is a lot harder at 38, 39, 40 to get that. And that is what Ebony is saying. And I think, you know, like I said, she just comes off sometimes as jaded when she says it because I don't think she ever saw herself in that position. So, yeah. Luna Selena says, T fine as fuck. There's a lot of girls in here trying to holler at me. All right. Well, thank you, ladies. <laughs> Y'all are coming at me like the dude. <laughs> a lot of females in the house trying to just get at your girl. <laughs> y'all are wilding in this chat. I appreciate y'all. Um, like, I keep seeing girl names. Um, let's see here. Summer Williams says, uh, she's saying 499. She says, did you hear about Danny Masterson, the 70s show actor, was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison? Um, yeah, we talked about that like three weeks ago. Yep. Um, I think his case is going to have a big effect on Scientology, mark my words. I think that that's just like the, the onion and they're going to peel back. They're going to find a lot more, a lot more stuff going on. So, uh, let's see here. Mr. Jones sent 199 says, been watching you for years. First super chat, you bad. Thank you. All right. Appreciate you. Um, 
Marvelous Misadventures of Alondra said $9.99. Says, I used to work at T-Mobile and customers used to steal our display watches. Like they would work outside the store. <laughs> People are so ratchet. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat. Um, it's me, Kia, send $4.99. She says, hey, T, love your platform. I think it's easy for people to focus on celebrities because reality is depressing for some of us. It's escapism. No, I definitely agree. Um, the celebrity lifestyle is definitely escapism. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Because I like escapism. I report on celebrities. But you also have to just, you know, it's a fine balance. You also have to be aware of what's going on around you, you know? So that's what I always want to reiterate to, like, my fans, like, just always know what's going on in the world around you outside of celebrity news. So, but thank you for that. Uh, let's see here. Kadiria uh, says, hey T, love your videos, longtime subscriber. You look great. Thank you so much. I appreciate you, love. Oh, I see a bunch of money bags in the chat. Oh my gosh. Money bag mom must be in the house. Hold on. I'll, anytime I see a bunch of money bags. Oh my gosh, Monique. So Moneybag Mo, a.k.a. Monique, is in the house. She sent $399.99. Y'all are awesome. Thank you so much. You and Black Sands be going out. I appreciate y'all from the bottom of my heart. Y'all are like super, super, super supporters, super tea sippers. And I don't, Monique, don't never leave no comment. I done told this girl, email me. I would love to send you something, send you like a little lovely tea gift basket. She does not email. She just comes through and just be throwing money like a man, like a boss. Like, damn, I feel like, you know what I'm saying, shaking something for you, Monique. <laughs> Thank you so much, sis. I really appreciate you. She's always coming through showing love. I really do. I appreciate that. Um, let's see here. Miss Pink sent $20. Says, T, I love your deep dives. I've been a fan for years. This is off topic, but I'm curious. You mentioned it two years ago. How do you feel about the whole Jaguar Wright soap opera on YouTube or don't you pay it any mind? Yeah, I stopped paying Jaguar Wright mind a long time ago. I, I, you know, I like her. I know she shouted me out a few times. Uh, she followed me or my old page before Vlad's punk ass took it down. But um, I, I just think she was speaking a lot of truth. But there was also some things too that she was doing that just wasn't a good look. And then I think like a year ago, she had like a mental breakdown. Um, I saw something about that on social media. I know she took a break for a while. So I just wish her peace. I think she's just going through a lot. And I know she had lost her son a few years ago. But I think, you know, she's a genuinely talented woman. Like, I've never seen somebody smoke as much as she smokes and can sing like how she sings. Like, you got folks only in smoke and can't sing, can't hold a note. But she's very, very talented, and I just wish that she would focus on her talent. What I really wish would have happened for her when she went viral and I first did the story on her and then other YouTubers followed and started doing stories on her and connecting with her. Um, I know she did a big interview with Storm Monroe. Um, I just really wish she would have capitalized on that. You know, instead of going from platform to platform to platform, she should have used that momentum to build her own YouTube channel and release her own music. You know, put her own music as a solo artist on SoundCloud or Spotify or whatever and gotten money from that. So I just wish she would have used her variety, you know, for her when she went viral, her virality, whatever virality. Um, I wish she would have used that to help her more instead of like jumping on people's platforms. But I wish Jag Wright the best because she she's really sweet. So I just, you know, I hope everything ends up working out for her. 
So thank you for the super chat. Um, Denny Darcel, hey sis. She says, hey T, sis, sending you love. You is killing this look, mama. Continue being that divine queen you are, sis. That deep dive, though. Also, hey, Discord fam. Thank you. I'm glad you like the deep dive, honey. I had to go there. And you know we are all Game of Thrones fans on the Discord. So, honey, I had to, like, really get in my Game of Thrones bag. Because there was so many connections with Melisandre and, uh, and Marina Abramovich. So, I hope you like the Game of Thrones, like, references and the connections I made. So... Thank you so much. I know people were crying at the last song that I put in the video, you know, but I just, anything Michael Jackson just makes me emotional. Like we went, it was so deep. So I'm like, I wanted to like leave everything like on a lighter note. So I just, I love my deep dives. I don't care how long they take me to work on and edit. Cause literally I was editing like every single day in between going off on Krishan and Blueface. Like that's how I was so irritated. Cause I was in the middle of an edit and then my phone started blowing up about Krishan and Blueface and the baby. And I said, okay, let me make a regular solo video real quick. And I didn't even end it with like my normal way in my videos. I was like, I'm going back to editing my deep dive. All these people just need to get out of my face. I was like so upset with what was going on with that baby. And then I went right back to editing. So I'm glad you like the deep dive, sis. Uh, let me see here. Floss Morrison, 499 says, been watching you since the Pissy Piper era. Sending love from Chicago, T. I'm just now a member. I can't wait to get into the deep dives. I admire your work. Thank you so much, and thank you for just being an OG tea sipper. I appreciate you, love. Uh, Tatiana said, Minnesota tea sipper here, although I found you when I was in Florida. Okay. That's what's up. I might have to do like a little Minnesota tea sipper meet and greet. I'm gonna have, let, let's see if there's like more than 20 of y'all. And then I'll do one. Because I'm like, I'm not going to be there. And it's just going to be me and three people. Because like I said, I know when I do them in Atlanta, everybody comes out. We'll see if the Minnesota folks come out. <laughs> um, let's see here. Uh, Garden Lady 2018 sent a $20 super chat. Thank you, Garden Lady. Appreciate you, sis. Um, Meredith Springs says, I don't want a husband because I don't want kids. I met my hubby at 32. He was 45. He didn't want kids. 13 years, happily married. I'm glad we did it. That is awesome. And, you know, I, I like the fact that you're just honest. Like, some people just don't want kids. And I think that's okay. You know what I'm saying? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. You know, some people, you know, were just meant to be parents. Like, I love being a parent. Like, I want another kid. But then I think about it, like, I'm busy. I travel a lot. I don't even know what I'd do with another baby. So, you know, maybe in the future I would be like just a dope grandma. You know what I'm saying? So I can have the little grandbaby and get the grandbaby back when I'm done. But I love babies. You know what I'm saying? I love little kids. So, um, but that's cool though. I think that, again, things work for people's relationships. So you met somebody who didn't want kids and that's perfect. You know, for some people, they just, they don't desire to have children. I don't think women should be shamed of that, you know? Um, I know some women find it very offensive when people constantly ask them, why don't you have kids? Or you're married, y'all still don't have kids? Or, you know, why are you 35 with no kids? And it's like, stay out of people's uteruses. Some people just don't want kids or maybe they are trying and they can't get pregnant. You know, you don't know people's stories. So, you know, I don't, I don't get involved, you know, but I know people take offense to that. So you want to be really sensitive because you don't know. Maybe somebody was trying to have a kid and they kept miscarrying. You know, you just never know. But there are people who exist who just don't want children. So thank you for that. Appreciate you. Um, Glam Girl, what's up, sis? 
She says, I have not forgotten about you, sis. I'm on, I'm a day one and that will never change no matter how busy I get. I love you, keep shining, sis. Thank you, I love you, we miss you too. Thank you for coming through tonight. It was good to hear from you, I appreciate you. Uh, Maya Nicole Sin 5 says, off topic, few lies, back up, rapping, love you. You should rap your intro, to be honest. Y'all wanna make me a rapper so bad. I should drop like some type of EP because I swear I, I I might as well be a rapper as much as I just kicked so many freestyles on here randomly. So I, maybe I will. Maybe I'll redo the, the intro and add a little rap to it or something. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> Y'all are too funny. How long have I been on here? I've been on here an hour and 32 minutes. Did we go through all the stories? We did. Okay, y'all. We went through everything. I'm so happy y'all came and joined me. This was fun. Um, I'm staying on top of the MOBAD situation, the live stream I did last week. And I don't know what was up with the audio, like when I was playing the audio. I think the audio, because a lot of the clips I was playing, they were from overseas. So they were being uploaded from Nigeria. So I think that's why the audio was so low. I think when you when I'm playing like stuff in America, you can hear it clearly. So I went back and I was listening, I was like, dang, it was really low. But um the MoBad story, when I tell y'all before I go, the twist and turns of this story, I don't even know what to think. I mean, like, I just been keeping up with it. It is, at this point, it's, it's a Nigerian telenovela. That's how I can describe it. Now folks are saying that the baby mama, the wife, she done did it. They want her to give a DNA test of the baby. Um, Najamali, he's talking. Uh, Sam Larry done turned himself into authorities, but they weren't in the country when he died. Then the boy that was in the car with him, he's like a real life uh, football star. Y'all call that soccer here in America. So he came out crying, talking about that, you know, social media is ruining his football career. Child, it is a mess. It is a mess. Uh, they're supposed to be reburying him, I think, in, in a cemetery in Leke. So um, I don't think the autopsy report has come back yet. So... And then the, the hospital came out and said that they bought him to the hospital. He was already dead. So he didn't die in the hospital. So when I tell you, it is a mess. But I will keep y'all posted as, you know, more comes out. It is a mess, though. Like, I thought it was going to end, like, by Monday. It's just gotten worse. Like, the story has just gotten crazy. The daddy came out. Uh, he was crying. Um, basically, they're now they're saying that the mama, his that mobile's mom might have something to do with it because she's siding with the wife's family and she was out of his life for 15 years. But now that he got money and he became famous, she came back. And it's not fair that she got his properties. And, you know, so the dad was crying and saying he's the one who encouraged his son and, and helped pay for his schooling. So then they started to go from me for the daddy. Child, it's too much. It is too much. <laughs> So that is what's going on with the Nigerian tea, you know, so I've been keeping up with that, keeping up with just everything going on, you know, geopolitically and, you know, the deep dives and stuff. So it is the end of the month, you know, October is coming up. As you guys know, October is a very spiritual month. That's when the veil is the thinnest. So y'all just stay prayed up. It's going to be a lot more stuff coming down the pipeline, um, but I will keep you guys posted as I get more information and, you know, follow my new Instagram page if you're not. We're posting stories back on there. So Madia's doing her thing. Shout out to my girl. 
Um, so she's been busy. She's also still posting in the community feed. So you can uh, check out my community feed on YouTube. She's keeping news posted on there and she's posting in the discord as well. So we're, we're, we're busy here. We're getting things done. So y'all, thank you guys so much once again for joining me today. This was an awesome stream. I really appreciate you guys. Um, I'm going to read this last super chat then I'm going to be out of here. Uh, Brian Allen sent $1.99 and said vibes. Yes, this was a vibe. So thank you so much. Um, I think I read them all. Uh, Faith Keeper says, T, you are the GOAT. Your deep dives are absolutely amazing. Keep doing you. We love it over here. Thank you so much. I appreciate it, sis. Thank you. Um, let's see here. Aaliyah says, T, love you. I'm from Louisiana. Let's not forget about the salt water inflation in the Mississippi River. Y'all be aware and prepare. Yes. Um, my Louisiana tea sipper, shout out to Kenya. Uh, Louisiana is doing really bad as far as their water. A lot of people are having to now go and get bottled waters. Bottled waters are emptying off the shelves in Louisiana. So it it is a mess. It is a mess right now down there. So my prayers out to everybody down there and in New York. In New York as well. Um, let's see here. Trevor sent four ninety nine. He says, "Did you see the picture of Latavia Robertson, Matthew Knowles, and the video with Tina Knowles? I thought a reunion was about to happen this past weekend. I did see it. I thought it was cute. Um, people were mad though. They're like, oh, you know, why is she taking a picture with Matthew Knowles? Y'all be more mad than the people involved in the story. Let them people reunite. This has been twenty years." You know, let them, you know, she, they've known her since she was a child, you know, so good luck to them. You know, maybe they can, you know, rekindle something, drop a new album. But yeah, I was here for it. I wasn't mad about that, you know. Um, I thought that was more genuine than that bullshit reunion with Will Smith and Aunt Viv. But that's just me. So y'all know I don't like Aunt Viv, so. <laughs> maybe she tried to take down my channel. I'm like, how, what the hell? I was a fan. And she tried to come for my channel. So ever since then, uh, me and Aunt Viv, yeah, nope. That was a bullshit-ass reunion. That was to deflect from the entanglement. But I think this reunion with Latavia and Michael Knowles was definitely, you know what I'm saying, definitely genuine. I got genuine teas from them. So, all right, y'all. On that note, I think I got everybody. Um, let me see. Hold on. Another one came through. Oh, my homeboy, Blatino boy, sent 20. Uh, he says, so disappointed in Ebony with the switch up, just like Tyler Perry, Ayana, Tiffany Haddish. She's wanting educated black men to settle for dusty bandits rather than telling black women to open up their options to other men other than black men. Ooh, I like that. Thank you so much, Blatino boy. Appreciate you. Yeah, I mean, that's another thing. You know, love comes in all shapes, colors, you know, ethnicities. So... You got to sometimes expand your horizons. Uh, let's see here. A Millie Minute says, I wish advice was given to men to search when they are younger. It's unfair to put pressure on women when tons of men play games in their 20s and 30s. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it is unfair because a lot of times, you know, women are always held to task. But you never have, like, these rappers coming out. 
and saying to young boys, hey, stop fucking everything that moves when you're 19 and 20 and having, you know, six kids by six different women in six different households. You'll never hear them say that. But yeah, it is always on the women, unfortunately. So that's just, you know, that's society. Um, let's see here. I love my HIU says, I feel as though the black community wants to hold black women and girls to a standards that they do not impose on black men and boys. Where are these men to gather and speak to them emotionally, to speak to these emotionally unstable men out here? Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree. You know, you have to have those conversations, you know, even with me, I'm a boy mom, but I have those conversations with my boys. Like, you know, be particular on who you date and who you have children with and, you know, things like that and child support. You know, those are conversations. Like, I don't, you know, I can't wait to be a grandma, but I don't want him to, you know, y'all got boys, so I don't want them having kids by five different women out here. Don't bring that ghetto shit into my household, okay? So I, I prefer that they get married and or be with somebody you know, with one person, you know, have your kids by the same person. So those are conversations you got to have with our sons too. So many times we hold our daughters um, accountable, but you have to have those conversations with your sons as well. So I definitely agree. Yeah, I don't want a whole bunch of, you know, I don't want to deal with five different baby mamas, you know, with my grandkids. Like, I'm not doing that. Like, that's just, that lady on, what is that, the Bell Collective? Her son was like 21 and had three kids by three different women and all his kids were under the age of three. What? Absolutely not. Like, he, and she was just like, it was just too much. And she just seemed so proud of this. I'm like, nah, I'd be embarrassed. Like after the first one, he should have been sat the fuck down. Like, no, you're not having no more. Like you need to slow down. But yeah, he, was, he had like three kids under the age of five or three. I, I don't even think the oldest was three. Like, and I know two of his kids were born in the same year. I'm like, what is, and he was only 21. So yeah, you gotta have those conversations with your boys, period. It's not just on the females. Um, let's see here. Kim's Life, Sim 499 says, okay, I should have had my child earlier. I'm 37 running around with a four year old. These knees are not the same. <laughs> I feel you, sis. That's why I be having, that's why I go back and forth all the time. Like, I be talking shit like, oh, I want another baby. But then when I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I don't got the energy to be running up and down the steps. I can't run around this house like I could when I was younger. So I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad I had my kids young and, you know, it's out the way. But yeah, it is. Like, when my niece and nephews, when they come, like, I'm exhausted once they leave. And then I got to clean up after them. So it's just like, I couldn't imagine, like, I clean my house every day anyways, but, you know, it's fun stuff that I'm cleaning. Like, you know, just rearranging pillows, wiping down counters. No, when my niece and nephews are here, I'm literally having to clean anything shiny. I'm spraying down windows, wiping down glass, because it's just handprints everywhere, you know? So it's different with little ones. It's really different. But, um, all right, y'all. Y'all are trying to keep me on here longer. I'm out. I will talk to y'all later. Everybody enjoy your weekend. Love you guys. Bye, everyone. I'm out. <laughs>